This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio for another edition of Talking Cowboys. Of course, it's Tuesday of Thanksgiving week, and we're all so grateful to be here with you guys for the next hour as we get into some Cowboys news. So, how's everyone doing? Great, Tay. Just wonderful. Doing great. On to the Chargers. There we go. You're on to the Chargers. We're on to L.A. On to L.A. Battle yeah, for L.A. To, you have to talk yourself into that sometimes. Still hard to forget. To start yes. chanting, beat L.A. Yeah, yeah. little Lakers-Celtics style. Yeah. So here we are, ready to go. But yesterday they had a walkthrough, and I say that in air quotations. Of course, this is a short week. They're coming off a hard Sunday night football game. So, guys, Mickey was already giving us the rundown. What did you see from that practice report, Mick? I saw from the practice, not the practice no, report. No, let's go through the practice report oh, first. Oh, I thought you wanted We're going to go in chronological order. Oh, you want me to answer to what was on the unofficial practice report yes. from yesterday? Uh, it was, they didn't yeah. practice. It was, it was official, but it was a estimation. How about all those limiteds that were yesterday? Lots of limiteds. Bailey, Collins. All the limiteds are out there. All the limiteds are practicing? Lawrence, I didn't see anybody missing. Tyron Smith. Yeah. Jeff Swain, fool, obviously. He, yeah. Jeff Heath, concussion. Yeah, yeah but fool. they didn't do anything yesterday. Okay. How about Let's what get you, to today. How about what you saw today? Yeah. Then go ahead. Jeff Heath was practicing, and they were not practicing in shells or pads. Uh, they were practicing at about – it was a little faster than a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. A little bit more organized than a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. But Kind of uh, like what we saw in Oxnard? Uh, that 10.45 no, practice? A little bit better than that because they actually had helmets on and, and, and jerseys. Okay. So uh, Jeff Heath was out there with the first defense uh, as well as Anthony Hitchens. Now, again, no contact, right? But right. this was the way they were practicing. Um, and then when they uh, went to the offense, Tyron Smith was working with the first team. Works. First team. Uh, and so uh, those were the three guys of, I think, contention. Uh, Sean Lee is out with his helmet and jersey outside working on his rehab. Uh, so I think he's getting closer and closer. Dan Bailey was acting like he either kicked or will kick at some point in this practice. Is this a Friday practice to Garrett? It's a Friday practice without shell. Don't they normally wear shells they on normally Friday? Wear shells, but the reason I'm asking is because Bailey goes out and kicks, if you ever notice that, outside our window. Basaccia takes him outside, right, and they kick. Well, from our Twitter verse, Sean Lee, of course, was the only player not there, but Dan Bailey was kicking off to the side. I would imagine that estimation that you're discarding, it's probably what exactly what's going to be today. Because it's not a physical practice. This is what they're planning on doing. Yeah. Somebody gets hurt. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think Monday is a pretty good estimation of but, what it's going to look like when Tyron Smith could, comes out at 3 o'clock. Tyron Smith could be full today he for, could be. for what they did. He could be. So it's not an estimation. It is an exact, very accurate injury. Were report. they um, – this is a year ago. Did they go no shells last year, Wednesday, the one practice they had in? Do you remember that? I think they did. Okay. I think they did. And the practice is going to be shorter. Right. He's changed the schedule to get them off their feet sooner. This is 
Uh, probably because of a nighttime. That's game. what I was where I was going. Is okay. Yeah, it's a home game, but he, really he had a nighttime game Sunday. Right. So that probably hurt him a little bit. Yeah. The league's not doing you any favors with a. They don't well, care about you. Don't worry. I guess about the that. night game at home is better than an away game on the East Coast on Sunday. We did that before. Yeah. They got beat. and it was a night game. Wasn't it, it was a night game. Yes, it got was. Got back at four or five in the morning. You guys did. Yes. And then got beat on Thanksgiving. 33 to 10. Sleepwalk through that game. Yeah. Demarcus Lawrence with a shoulder limited. Out there. Out there. Uh, just fine. Not fighting through any pain. <laughs> Malik Collins okay? Out there. First team. Out there. Who else? <gasps> I'm trying to think. Our boy Hitch. <laughs> you know, he's coming back. He, Hitch is out there. He was almost appalled by all the questions in the locker room yesterday. He's just gunning for him. Yeah. Well, I was worried about that one. I was too. Yeah, just seeing him after the game. Yeah, didn't, didn't look like he was feeling great, but nah, feeling better was, yesterday. He was still walking gingerly yesterday, I thought, in the locker room when he walked yeah. through. Plus, he had a sleeve around his knee also. I thought Mickey was going to have to suit up and, and play some linebacker for this team. You never know. You, well, they would have needed you. You never know. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just seems like that's what they need right now. They need somebody to be a playmaker on hey, that D-line. Let me ask you this, though. Everything that you said is good, first team and all that, is that the aspirin they needed? Does that cure it? Against this team? Yeah. It helps. Does it does it cure the, the two game the two game bug you have right now? It helps offensively. I think seeing Tyron Smith out there might add some confidence. As long as he can play like Tyron Smith. Yeah, they've got a tough matchup well. with Ingram and yeah. Bosa who flip sides, but right. yeah, absolutely. Uh, but is that the is it, it still doesn't it's Dan still Bailey doesn't, and Aspirin? Uh, I feel better about Nugent. I mean he counted for all your points last week. Yeah. But yeah, I think so. I mean, what's he made? What is he like? Five of six? He's missed. He missed the thirty-eight yarder. Right. That's it. Right. He's no. missed an extra oh, no, point. No, he missed. He missed. Uh, or no, he's banged an extra point. He missed the forty-nine yarder, the first one he attempted. So he's missed two. So he's missed two. He's missed two. So yeah. Nugent, where is he at on this little list here? What did they do? Eliminate him? He's seven of nine. But is that eight of eight on extra points? Gives you hope, then, huh? Yeah, it gets if Dan Bailey's back to being Dan Bailey, mm-hmm. and he still can kick those fifty yarders, then that makes me feel a little bit better because I'm not sure what Nugent does after you know fifty plus, but you know Dan Bailey. I mean, the guy's almost money fifty five <coughs> in. Yeah. Well, these games just haven't even been, been close enough where you're relying on the kicks. Well, but I mean, yeah, the kicker was accounting for all your, the points on point, Sunday. To your point, does Tyron Smith mean touchdowns? Hopefully. That's the question I have. Hopefully it means you get the ball somewhere. I mean, you, 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 well, hopefully it, it, it's it, good to see it's good to see that Switzer can maybe give you a little field position, but better the biggest pro- the biggest problem here is you're not scoring points. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think does Aaron Smith make you feel like you could score points? I think it's a domino effect. It's not having Zeke back where That's he's, huge. he's touching the ball 30 times, but I think there's a domino effect with Dak where you think maybe uh, with Tyron in there, he, he, he's holding the ball a couple – Second or two longer, maybe you can let things develop down the field and you don't have as many guys staying in to block. Why has the quarterback had problems with his accuracy? Pressure, Mickey? I, yes. Yeah, I think so. You think it, you think it just getting banged around has affected him? I think that it has affected throws even if he doesn't get sacked. Right. He's getting hit. He's got hit 16 times the last so, two games. So then I Not, get, uh, b- Besides 12 sacks. So the guest and Tyron Smith in there would help. And you should be able to put more guys out in the in the pass pattern. Yeah. 
you don't have to keep the tight end in or the running back in or, you know, turn the protection that way. You, you should have a better opportunity to say, okay, you block that guy. I mean, how many times have they given Tyron Smith help? Yeah. Doesn't Not happen many. very much. No. Team's last in the NFL in run defense. Been Saw better. that. Been better the last, last month. Yeah, we gave up almost five yards a carry. Yeah. I think I read somewhere the first five games of the year it was only like the Patriots are worse. It was like 160 yards a game they've allowed on the ground. Yeah, and now it's they you know they're down to about 100. So it's it's improved, but it's the worst in the league. You're right. I thought they were 32nd. They are. Yeah, I mean, the, but your yards per average, they they're only New England's. Oh, oh you mean per, yeah? They give up four error. Yeah, carry four. They only give five yards a shot running the football against these cats. All right, let's go. One of the best red zone defenses in the league, though. Alfred Morris. Even when Sean Lee was out, why was Demarcus Lawrence able to get more production than he is now? I think I think he's developing as a player. I think you're starting to see him more as a complete guy, run pass. You know, not just not just a pass rush guy. He's one of your better. He is. He made a couple run stops in the I first think you, half. I think you could say he's your second best defender. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong about that? Overall defender. Overall defender. Yes. Who are you thinking about over there, Mick? Kitchens. It's okay overall. Well, I mean, I, I mean, he's not going to get sacks. Sean Lee, Sean Lee, or who's your second best oh, player? Oh, yeah, Lawrence. Or, but I'm not overlooking Hitchens. Oh, I'm not trying to either. No, I, I think we're just talking like Hitchens. I think he's become more of a complete player. I mean, you see him play some. You know, he threw Lane Johnson out of the way. They didn't get enough of that though. Threw Lane Johnson out of the way. Minus one on a carry. You know, got, got held. By, got held by Taco Lane drop. Johnson. Yeah, got held a bunch. He had five tackles in the game, D-Law, one for a loss. Yeah, that's that the was one. the first game he didn't have a sack? No, he's had some. He had, he had one, another one? Yeah, the Washington game didn't he Yeah, have one where David Irving. Yeah, yeah, Washington, he didn't get one. Oh, that's right. The, yeah. That time he lost the, the lead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say, I think it's Tyron Smith, because you look at it, before Tyron Smith really went out, this team was on a six-game streak of 28 points. Yeah, Mickey was talking about that. Yeah, before Ezekiel Elliott went out. I know. Missy, bud. Free Zeke. Free Zeke. Looking back on it. They do the right thing. He do the right thing. Yes, I still do, I still say it's the right thing. Even know what you're going through right now. Yep. And he's not going to change on that, is he? Well, the you NFL, know where I the stand NFL on didn't it. do the right thing. You know where well, I that's stand fair. On. That's fair. That's fair. I think because they changed their mind. Oh, sure they did. And 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 if you listen to Jerry, yeah, he he thinks somebody influenced Goodell. Like Goodell didn't lie to him. Yeah. Goodell told him what he was thinking. Maybe another and owner. Somebody influenced him or somebody that's qualifying their job in that NFL office. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Rob? Well, I, I mean, Brian and I've gone back and forth on this. I, I think Zeke had to do what he felt was best for him as a as a man, not just as a football player, and that's fight for his name. And yeah, in the court of the league's opinion, nothing changed, right? Yeah. But you still have the court of public opinion, and I think that's important. And he, he doesn't changed. want anybody to think of him attached to that domestic violence. I would have felt better if he said he came out and said, "I'm fighting for the fairness." Do you think? Do you think the NFL was fighting? I don't for feel more? good by this. By this right now, I don't feel good. Do you, do you think you. the NFL was fighting for more than Ezekiel Elliott? That they were fighting for three thousand players? Absolutely, they precedent. Were. Absolutely, because they said if 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 this goes through, oh yeah, absolutely. There's three thousand, two thousand nine hundred ninety nine guys yeah. out there. They're in trouble. Absolutely. We we said that a while back that this stopped being about just Zeke long time ago. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is this has turned out to be a it could be the Zeke versus the NFL is a, a case study in the future, you know, depending on how it turned out. I'd love to have him right now. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that. That's, I, I, but I've said that, and I said that on August 11th. That's just me. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a great. Well, now. Nah. No, no. It, it, I know it's not a second guess because you have said it the whole time. I have, but you didn't know how things were going to turn out. I had a feeling, though, Mickey, he wasn't going to win because of Article Forty Six. I and I understand that, but you still had to try. But if you tell because me, because you never know what judge you might get. If you tell me he was trying to clear his name, no, it's not so much about clearing that, that, his that, name. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying though. He it, told you that. Yeah, that that part of it, like Rob just said, we're not clear. The the. The thing that the thing that bothers me, if he's fighting for the fairness, his the fundamental fairness bit, I get that. That that to me, I can live with that. That part I can live with because I knew he never was going to clear his name, never. Yeah. Now we all know he's fighting why. for two and a half million dollars in guarantees on two more contracts coming up that he just lost. Cowboys extend him. Well, and they rely on him. Yeah. Extend him when? When the time has come. Two years from now. No, got, he's got two years. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to. No, take I'm just the, saying. I'm just three. saying. Actually, they got three. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just yeah. playing. We'll we'll see when future, three man. years are up. I knew you that. Never yeah. know when I, knew that. I knew that. It's kind of like Goodell. Do you extend him in 18 months? No. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm taking over. Why? We got There's time. no rule there. <laughs> we got time. There's a rule on this. We got Brodus, time. You said you'd support me, and now you're backtracking. Tay, I always support you and Mickey and Rob. I yeah. took Mickey to lunch yesterday. Only only problem is we we don't have contracts. Yeah. More than a year. Mickey and I had a good little lunch yesterday. Good. That is sweet. I arm wrestled him for the uh, check, and he beat me, so I had to pay. Oh. Bonding. Well, now we know why the team was so excited to see Zeke back in that locker room <laughs> that Friday before the Chiefs game. I think you're right. Oh, everyone knew this. Is he the is he the sole reason why this team is the way it is? He's not the sole reason, but I have a hard time believing that they would be scoreless in two games in the second half of a football game, 47 to nothing you, outscored. You said it yesterday, guys. The identity of this football team was Ezekiel Elliott, and yeah. now they're trying to find an identity. And, and Alfred's run well. You know, It's not like they haven't run well, but it's yeah. – I think Brian's – did you say it? It's, it's the way teams play – Mickey said it too. Mickey way, said it. The way teams play you. They play Dak. They play the receivers. It's – As a mailbag today, yeah. Is, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So – Is that the poll? No. No. Oh, okay. Why don't you check in the break? I already voted. Oh, good. Did you ask? And you voted? You just said you voted? I wanted to see. He didn't vote. It might have hey. been the next poll. Pinocchio. <laughs> I, already sent, I already sent out what a poll, the next poll should be. Guys, we're just so grateful to be here, and we'll have more for you after our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Stay with us. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. 
AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch and fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. That is some good stuff there, Robert Phillips. Got the Thank holiday you. coming up. Get you some Tommy John. Did you, did you like, send gifts to the Cowboys coaching staff to wear their Tommy Johns on game day? Because according to the fans, according to the fans, the Cowboys don't make adjustments. Man, Mick's been holding that one. <laughs> you punster. <laughs> yeah, there it is. You Just trying punster. to help out. Where are you performing this week? <laughs> Check Mickey at the, Friday at at the, the comedy <laughs> store. You tired of that word? Oh, adjustments. I am so worn out. What are you more tired about? Adjustments or quitting on this team? Well, that's just stupid. Oh, Jay Ajayi said that this yeah. team quit in the third quarter. When you win, you get to say what you want. Oh, I got a good one. Are you, you know, <laughs> when you win, you can grab your body parts. All right. Right? That's okay, what Baker happens Mayfield. when you win. Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you more tired of? Adjustments or next man up? Ooh. I feel like I'm more tired of the next man up there because, because? it's not really next man up when you got Tyron Smith, top 10 drafted tackle, all pro, four-time pro bowler, and then you got Chaz Green. Yeah. They're like, grounder. Like, it's a great philosophy. Totally. But. And sometimes it works. Last year, Anthony Brown, phenomenal job. Six rounder. Steps in. Does a great job as a rookie. Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. I wouldn't even say next man up. But well, he was the next. He was the next next man up. It's a good philosophy, but there's also reality attached to it. Yeah. And they miss these guys. They've missed them badly. It's a noble. It's a noble gesture. Yeah. Mike Nugent scores all the points, but. Yes, it will be a welcome sight to see him kicking field goals for the next team. man up. You want Emmett Smith running the ball for you? You want Derek Lassick? Oh, that's always a yeah. Give me Derek Lassick. Yeah, <laughs> what, nuts. Rookie. Yeah. 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 Next man up, Sherman but Williams. See, but but team. Some, yeah. Some people will argue though that some teams have lost quality players too. Yeah, but they haven't lost the leading rusher in the National Football League. No, I'm just saying though. And they haven't lost. David the best Johnson, offensive yeah. tackle in the National Football League. Yeah. Well, okay, Philadelphia? Yeah, okay, Peters. And who, their linebacker? Who else? Has he been to the Pro Bowl? Peters? No, Hicks. He's having a Pro Bowl-like year, though. Luke Keekley is on. I, I, no, How right. many no, games? No, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just saying, though, There's and, I, and I'm not 
No, I'm not. You, everything everybody's saying is true. When you lose Pro Bowl players, you now that's something you have to think about. Here's what people are asking. I, I will now. say Go this ahead, real sorry. quick, and I said this yesterday because just watching the tape, there were adjustments made. There were things that they did. They tried to put their players in positions to make plays. Now, whether the players executed well enough, that's a whole other story. You know, I told you about yesterday trying to get Beasley in the flat. That's something that they designed. That's something they rep during practice during the week. That's something that Linehan wanted to get to on his play sheet. He got to it. He found the situation. He called it. What happens? You throw a three-yard screen to Des Bryant. Nothing wrong with throwing the screen to Des Bryant. But when the coach sends in a play with special, uh, special considerations, run the play. Yeah. Run the play. You know, it, it, they, they, it's not often you stick Cole Beasley in the backfield. I said it yesterday. Damien Wilson, hey, they send you on a blitz. Third down, you get home. Get the guy on the ground. Mm -hmm. Then you get your team off the field. It happens. See, that's adjustments. You know my that's, that's trying to that's trying to that's trying to manipulate the game. You know my book of standard questions. There's also the book of standard perceptions. So when you don't play well in the second half, you yeah. didn't make adjustments. Right. So for everybody's benefit here, how long's halftime? Twelve minutes. Probably takes you two minutes to get to the locker room. There are no adjustments made at halftime. That's ten minutes. Two minutes to get back on the field. Yeah, that's eight minutes. Yeah, take a bathroom break. Okay. It's another minute and a half. See the thing. The thing about it is longer halftime this week, though. The thing about it is, though, so you can make more adjustments. I've been in an NFL locker room for halftime. The halftime talks, right? Usually, they put up on the board what they need to go to. Okay, now this is what we're going to need to. We need to think about this draw play. We need to think about this screen, and we're going to block this protection this way. Everybody good? Everybody's good. Boom. Get some Gatorade. You know, and then coach comes up and gets everybody. It's not a full-blown go-through X's and O's thing. It's, oh, yeah. It's, the, the, one, of the, one of the quality control, Ben Bloom, or somebody gets down in the locker room early, they put up seven things on the board, and Linehan and Marinelli hammer through each one of them quickly and say, this is going to be our this, 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 and this. Boom. That's it. Yeah. Manny the adjustments are he just said oranges. Yeah. The adjustments are made during the games. That's when you sit there on the sideline, when you sit there on the sideline and, and Dak Prescott looks at that tablet with Kellen Moore and then also with Scott Linehan, that's your adjustment right there. That's when they used to have those Polaroid pictures. You saw Bill Belichick would flip through the pictures and circle one or two and say, hey, guys, we got to do something different on this look. And right. now with technology, like you said, the tablet, they, they can make – better in-game adjustments on the sideline than ever before. So it's not this days of you go on the chalkboard if, at halftime and, and oh, this is how we're going to game plan. If somebody tells me that the execution needs to be better, I'll agree. I'm right there with you. I it. totally agree with that. You need to not get blocked on a trap play. You need not to fall on the ground, and you need not to take a bad angle, and you need not to – a lot of things happen to give up a 71-yard run. Yeah, you could if, you, you could go through about four things that happened on that play that, yeah. that was the player's fault. That, yeah. And and I you know what I think that we're I think as a society when we watch sports, it's real easy. I call it low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. And to take take a shot at the coaches. The coaches have a hand in this, absolutely they do. There's a general manager, he admitted it today. He has a hand in it because of the players, you know? That that's 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 reality. But also it's on the players too. You know, everybody's real, real doesn't want to criticize a Des Bryant or criticize a Sean Lee or criticize a Dak Prescott. I but just, it, but it's on them too. But I understand where the question is coming from because you look at the second half these last two games, forty-seven to nothing. Okay, so I mean, I mean, what, Philadelphia's what, adjustment was to run the football. You weren't good enough to stop them from running the football. That's fair. That's fair. 
You're, you, what, it, what, it, what adjustment it, would you have made after you held a team to 115 total yards the first half and only 35 yards rushing? What adjustment should they have made defensively? Nothing. That's the that's the hey guys, we're doing a great job of playing deep. We got to. What are you going to adjust? Keep after him. We got to keep after him here on this. So simply put, they got outplayed in the second. Well, half. I, I think yes. I think there's I think to me I've been with Doug Peterson. You know, Doug Peterson is not this brilliant coach. You know, his adjustment. I mean, their adjustment was guys. We need to get back to running the football. That that was their adjustment. And once they went back to that commitment, they they played they played their strength against Dallas's weakness. That's where the that's where this all game turned because they didn't know the defensive tackle was going to run right past the the ball carrier. They didn't it's know Jalen Smith ground, was yeah. gonna was gonna take a wrong gap. They didn't know Byron Smith was uh, Byron Jones was going to come down low and he protected the outside. And I'm and assuming well, that's what he was supposed to do. His responsibility when the when the slant went inside, he's got the ed, edge of the line. Of the screen. edge, right? It's got the edge. But then the Xavier Woods. Where's Xavier Woods? Exactly. On the See, that's that's where this thing is. If you want to go after the Cowboys coaches and 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 the players for not executing, I'm all for you. Mm-hmm. I am all for you. But to sit there, we we say the word adjustments because we don't know what else. We're not educated yeah. enough to give a real reason why. To Brian's point, you take out Wentz's two scrambles in the first half and think think they were both scrambles. Philly had eight runs in the first half, went through it 18 times. So yeah. they weren't balanced. And yeah, with Ajayi, they've got a nice one-two punch in the running game. And there's no Sean Lee. And we know how the run defense has struggled without him. Their line coach, time. their line coach made an adjustment. He goes, Hey, Doug, we need to run the ball in the second yeah. half. And Dallas's adjustments like guys were playing run defense well, the fits are good. Oh, boom, what happened? 71 yards out the gate because of And bad I'll tell fits. you another thing. If you want to make an adjustment. Just because they're on the 14-yard line, yeah. don't put your second line in there. Yeah. I don't want to see Ash and Neal and and Taco or Mayo in there. Yeah. They had three backup defensive linemen on that line of scrimmage along with Lawrence. So and that, and that, and that, play your starters. And that's something coming out of half, too. You're sitting there thinking about that. You know, you're thinking about usually when they play when they're backed up. That's a trick they do. I know. That is to what get it, some guys that, some rest. That, that right? is Rod Marinelli's way of saying, okay. We're going to only put you in until you get to the 35-yard line. And once you get to the 35-yard line, Leon, cat, 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 get him in there. Get, and then everybody goes running on the field. You know, this is, this is, a, this is, on, this is on a lot of people. Oh, so many. But, but to yes, sit don't there, drop the ball on Yeah. It. Don't overthrow Cole Beasley. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that you can, you can point to here. But the simple thing for everybody to do is just say, adjustments. It's. It's not. It's execution. Again, I talk about this. He puts Cole Beasley in the backfield, and if he throws Cole Beasley the football, they're going to score. That's an adjustment because he saw what Philadelphia was going to play man coverage. He knew he could run two guys inside, carry those guys inside, and give Beasley the flat. So That's m- an adjustment. Yeah. There are so many people who have simple things to say about this team right now because it's all you can do. I mean, same thing being we should have kept all those defensive guys in the spring. You guys think you would still really be happy with Brandon Carr right now? No. See, the narrative changes. Yeah. Barry Church, guys, guys, they got ripped last year and really throughout their time here. Then all of a sudden you miss them. You miss Tony Romo and Romo got destroyed by fans for years. So Tony Romo in this regard should be given credit for playing with a lot less. 
Tony Romo should be given a lot of credit for what he was able to accomplish as an NFL quarterback playing with a lot less. Just go look at the offensive line they played with in 2011. I'm just and t- they yeah. got to eight and eight. Yeah, this this is where this is where I totally agree with people about. If you want to say Dak Prescott can't carry a team, and Tony Romo can, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think Dak Prescott can learn how to carry a team. Yeah, but, I mean, but but it, but it but they but remember what the front office did. They drafted Ezekiel Elliott to play with Tony Romo. They were trying to help him now. They tried to help him with the line, and they tried to help him with the running back, and they tried to help him with Des Bryant. They tried. They tried yeah. to help him. It was too late, though. It was too late in his career. But he, those eight and eight years when Tony was... Oh, there are a, five there are five and 11 team. Where, he wins three games on his own. He was carrying him. He was also in his seventh year starting in the NFL. And yeah. it, was, it was basically his offense built with Garrett from the ground up to where he had, he had mastered the offense. Dak's still a year and a half into this thing. So to me, it's, it's different to say, oh, Dak can't carry it. Can, can I say one more thing, too? Yeah, please. People that, people that talk about Marinelli and you know, all these coaching changes and stuff, you know, everybody says, well, he does more with nobody. Well, Rod kind of is that guy. Rod is a guy that, you know, they ask Rod's opinion on who he wants and who he doesn't want. Rod will embrace the orphans. He'll embrace that. But don't, get, don't say just because the offense has all these guys that Scott Linehan's doing a bad job. Because the narrative is that, well, God, Scott Linehan should be doing a much better job. He's got all the players. Well, Rod Marinelli has nobody. Well, Rod Marinelli has a say who they get. Let's not act like he was on board with the draft picks that they've had. He was on board with getting rid of all these defenders and, and bringing guys in. So yep. when, you, when you want to give coaches a pass because of personnel, be a little careful what you're doing there. Yeah, that's a great point. And I, but I do not think that Rod Marinelli would be okay with even having stars on his line who didn't want to do anything. You know, that's why he – that's, he fosters the growth of these guys. He's played. On. He's played with star players. Yeah. He's. If you go to his Tampa defenses that that he had Warren with Monty Sapp. Kemp, Warren Sapp, Booger McFarland, Derek Brooks, Rondé Barber, John Lynch. I could go on. Don't Simeon Rice. Simeon Rice. I, I could Don't go on him. and on and on about how he's played with star players before. If it's me, if I'm a coach, give me. If you're going to let me carry a big stick in the draft room, I'm beating you over the head with it every single time to get as many players as I can. Oh, how about this guy? Yeah, Rod Marinelli could have stepped up and said, you know what? We need to trade up for Derek uh, Barnett. We need to trade up for uh, for Tack McKinley. We Instead, he said, oh, I'm okay with Taco. Yeah, let's get him. We'll develop him. We'll, okay, okay. So now, now when things are, well, he doesn't coach anybody. No, no, no. He does coach somebody. He's coaching players he wanted. So, so let's, you know, if you're going to kick Scott Linehan in the know-what <laughs> – be sure you're kicking the other guy in there, too. But, hey, these coaches are making adjustments. Now the players need to execute better. That is the biggest issue. Yeah. Before we get to our final break, we're going to hit the phone line. And we have Nebby on the line. Nebby, what is your question? Uh, hi, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Thank Nebby. you, Neb. Um, um, uh, listen, uh, 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 I shame fully admit and please forgive me because I'm a devoted and passionate fan of this team as you all know but I gotta admit that I was one of those uh, uh, people who, who voted yesterday yes in yesterday's poll that we probably won't uh, make make the playoffs but I now believe that because the Seattle Seahawks last night we uh, we have to 
we uh, we have a glimmer of hope, but as Mickey, uh, 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 I know you said back in 2014 when we were eight and four, uh, 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 what we have to do is just take things one game at a time and just go in and quit worrying about everybody else because as you know if we don't take care of our own business uh uh it's uh, not gonna matter what other teams do so uh the point i'm trying to make is we just have to find some way to to uh, 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 forget about all the injuries we have and and find ways to win with the players we have and just let the chips fall where where they may. I take care. Thanks for being patient with me and have a great week. And once again, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. There's a guy that listens. That's it. right. Listening is a skill. Thanks, Nebby. And Nebby hey. listens. The Cowboys do have to take care of business because a lot yeah. of people will argue that that Monday night football game last night was key to that. Yeah. I thought it should have gone the other way. Yeah. What do you mean? You need Atlanta to lose. You need Atlanta to lose. Falcons still have to play the Saints twice. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't matter. You yeah. lost to the Falcons. Yeah. You, you, need, you can't get in a tiebreaker with them. You still got the game against Seattle. You, got, you could do something about Seattle. Nebby's right, though. You, know, yeah. you just got to find a way to win games regardless of who's on that football field. I mean, that's what teams do. At this time of year, you're either in, you're out. And I mean, would you rather two teams 6-4 and four, or one 5-5 five and five and the other one 6-4 and four, that you get to play? Can't control it. Control no, but I'm saying control. it didn't turn out that well for them. And I've heard a lot of people say that. Oh, that was good. No, yeah. it was not good. No. Blair Walsh. Yeah. Two yards short. There's a team that didn't execute at the end of the game. Should have ran. Should have ran. He changed his mind. He should have yeah. ran one more play. He had seven seconds. Adjustments. 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 Yeah. Adjustments. Hey, we're going to make some adjustments, and we'll be right back after this final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. 
I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is talking cowboys hey if we're talking cowboys we're talking papa john's pizza and if you were watching monday night football you would know that you can go to the phone and order any papa john's large pizza whatever ingredients that you want you can get a dish uh, pan pizza and it costs ten dollars Yum. How can you pass that up when you have quality ingredients and quality pizza like Papa John's? I couldn't. Could you guys? Never. Never. I could eat one right now. Deep dish. I ate so much for lunch thanks to Brian yesterday that I couldn't even, even eat dinner. You guys are the cutest. You know what sucks, though? I mean, obviously all the tweets about adjustments, but more about the tweets about just reminding us that we were not getting pizza this week. Yeah. Cause Sorry about that. It's okay. Hey, I respect your your superstitions, and I know you would have followed through with I would have work. totally gone through. So if, if we finish early one day, you need to go over there for happy hour. I saw 100 different beers on the wall. Wow. Wow. It's springtime. Sit outside and put the sunglasses Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so we're back. So the Twitter poll, Rob. Twitter yeah. poll focusing on the Chargers today. Oh. The Chargers. What has to improve most? On Thanksgiving versus LA. We're talking adjustments. How about just better execution? Mm-hmm. Four options pass protection, red zone scoring. They were 0 for 2, by the way. Mm. Yep. Last Sunday, 1 for 2 against Atlanta. Run defense or turnovers. Stop the turnovers. Obviously, Dak with four of them against the Eagles. Thoughts? Got all I voted. Oh my gosh. You didn't vote. Because I was down to two of them. I'm going to think. Man, and the Chargers are the best red zone defense team in the league. Didn't know that. That's yeah. that's because te- people might not have to go all the way to the red zone to score on them. I don't know, but they the yardage they give up in the red zone is like less Minimal. than two yards <laughs> to play. Yeah. Man. What about turnovers? I think it's a the, huge difference in this past game. Absolutely. Well, they got a missed field goal. So it's like getting a turnover back. That's right. I know. I, I'm going to go with the I, I, Rob. I would vote for uh, I would vote for the run defense. Okay, I think that gets him in trouble. I think that's the one thing that gets this team in trouble. Is I, Melvin Gordon. I voted for the run defense because they gave up a 800. Now let me say it again: eight 180 yards rushing the second half. Yeah, the second half. Yeah, 215 for the game. What do you think beat them? You got to go back to 2015, the last time they allowed 200 rushing yards in a game. And what happened that season? Lost a lot of football games. That was a year that it was like three games in a row. Like Charlie Gardner was one of them. When there was like there was a what year was that? 
2015. 2015. Oh, 2015. Yeah, I'm a couple, sorry. Couple I'm sorry. Years. I, I was thinking that there was a time he, where there was a time that was the Rob Ryan administration. No, yeah, yeah. Last one for him was 2013 when they finished dead last in the National Football League. But Rob Ryan, oh, that was that. 2013. So Rob Ryan was 2013. God, my years are kind of messing, messing up here. What did the fans say? The fans said 40% red zone scoring. Take advantage of your opportunities inside the 20. And I looked it up. I wonder, right. I wonder if people know that they're that good in the red what's zone. The, what's the, what, how many times were they in the red zone? Twice? Twice. And once when it was 37-9. So once. Okay. So if they had scored one more time, they would have had 16 points. Yeah. All right, let me let me take it out ten yards. Okay, inside the thirty, they've had the ball seven times inside the thirty these last two games. They've gotten three field goals and a touchdown. In that Atlanta game, they were in it in the second half. They still had a shot. So to some degree, it is a factor. I'm I'm going to say pass protection because we still haven't seen this offense function without Zeke, mm-hmm. where Dak is somewhat comfortable in the pocket, and he's got to be able to move the ball down the field through the air in order for them to have success without Zeke. That was my choice number two. That yeah. was teams, have only, teams have only scored. <laughs> that was my internal debate. Oh, well, good. Nick. Teams have only scored 40% of the time, only scored touchdowns 40% of the times on red zone trips against these guys. But the Cowboys were scoring like 60. They were second. Yeah, when they were, the they were humming along there at one time. Before they lost their running back and their Pro Bowl left tackle. Oof. Yeah. I, I, Red zone scoring, they're still actually third, Mickey. It's 60, they're still third. 62-2. Problem is they're not getting to the red the zone. Fans, yeah. for them saying that, I think they want to just see Des Bryant score every play. So who won? Red zone. Red zone. They just, they're tired of seeing this team not score points. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them either. I really don't. But that's, you know, well, a little bit difficult. From, from a critical standpoint – Two times, once in each of the last two games, they're in the ball game and they've got first and 10 at the 12, and they either ended up with a field goal or a missed field goal. Yeah. That was significant. Yeah. Well, I was going to say you're right, Rob. When I would have basically done this. Yeah. Mm. Significant. They would probably be a little bit happier about the red zone scoring if Ezekiel has been in the past two games. Absolutely. Easy to say. Easy to say. You right? get down the 12-yard line, what are you handing the ball three times? It's a touchdown, right? Pretty much. Probably the first time it's I handed it. pretty much money. That's amazing that one player affects your fortune and not a quarterback. And you know why? Because he runs for touchdowns. Yeah. He was second in the league in scoring. Yeah. He was one touchdown behind – can't remember now. It was maybe a wide receiver. I don't even. Maybe it might, uh, may have been Todd Gurley. Gurley. Yeah. yeah. And he got off to a slow start. Yeah. But but he was second in the league in scoring. David Johnson did the same thing to the Cardinals. Second in the league in rushing by 17 yards. David Johnson did the same thing for the Cardinals. I mean, they were they were just roaming along, doing well. Everyone thought this was going to be a great season for them. Obviously, Larry Fitzgerald, you know, still there. Yeah. Say Bob to, bye to Rob. Bye, Rob. He has to go talk to these guys. Locker room's open. Why don't you ask yes, him, hey, Alfred, why is Zeke so much better than you? <laughs> I'll try. Maybe I'll get Dave to ask that question. Okay, Dave will ask <laughs> that. Yeah, but, you know, it, it happens. I mean, these teams create their identities usually around one player. That's I don't why know that Arizona's identity was around David Johnson. Seemed like around Larry Fitzgerald. 
and Carson Palmer. You know what, though? Ball. With But if you look at what he means to Arizona, he's one of those 38% of your offense guys. Yeah. You know, with because Zeke, he catches the ball so he much. He catches the ball in the red zone. He, I remember going into that game you know, early in the season thinking, oh, no, here comes another red zone screen. Here comes another. All those things that you think the Cowboys don't play well, <laughs> he can kind of do. He did it. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, I, I feel like that uh, – yeah, he, I think he was like 38% of their offense when he went down, or yeah. last year at least when he was participating. Yeah, so the Cowboys have to figure out. I mean, you brought it up, Mickey. It's not like Alfred Morris has been terrible, but he's just not He's not getting there. No, it's that people don't fear him. That's true, too. That's the, that's the biggest effect here. Teams feared Zeke. They had to make compensations for him regardless if he was running well or not. They are going to play catch with this running game right now without Zeke there mm-hmm. yeah. until somebody runs the ball from 40 yards out into the end zone. So no Zeke. Who else do they fear on this offense? That's, the, that's a good question. Do you fear the receivers on this offense? And I'm not just going to single one of them out, but do you, feel, you fear the group of, of what's happened with Beasley, what's happened a little bit with Dez, what's happened with Williams? Well, I think a lot of what's happened, I mean, we didn't ask these questions when they were going six straight games, scoring 28 No, points. no, I just was asking. Now yeah. we're asking that because, because, yeah. They've because, got one less thing to worry about that was a big worry. Right. And now you can double Beasley with a linebacker and the guy, and the guy covering him in the slot. They get, they've, they've got another safety back there. They don't have to worry about coming up in the line of scrimmage. You can edge over on Dez. Make sure he doesn't beat you. You take your chances with uh, Terrence Williams and Bryce Butler. Sure. Because at some point, they're going to drop one on you. Or the ball's, yeah, ball's going to get knocked in the air. Although, we can go back to the theory on Alexander Wright. I almost didn't I didn't recognize him when they introduced him at halftime. <laughs> yeah. It's like 81. Is that Who is Kelvin that? Martin? No, no, Kelvin Martin was 83. 83, yeah. It, and I forgot he his career lasted through that 92 season. Right. And – the thing about him was, I mean, he had all the speed in the world. He was a world-class sprinter. At Auburn, yeah. And, and, and it was like, you know, they would send him deep. And, and people were like, why do you, you know, why do you, why do you worry? But, you know, why do you use him? Why do you do like yeah. that? And Jimmy's answer was, well, you never know when he's going to catch one. Right. So you got to cover him. Right. You know, but. You know what's I mean, funny about seeing that team? Real quick, Tay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I cold. Oh my my man! I, that was one that of was, my that favorite was, guys because he was the guy that was in the part of the Herschel yeah. Walker trade, and so it was funny to see him because you see all these guys recognize, recognize, recognize. Yeah. Like he said, and he walks out and went, "Who is that?" Old? He didn't look like himself. Didn't look like twenty five years later. No, but didn't. but Ike was Ike was the best. He was funny, um, and he, you know he he was the starter. Yeah. Uh, until they drafted Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. And then about eight games into the season, they, they made the switch. So he was a bridge, by the way. Yeah. And then it wasn't like they was oh, he the only was he the only holdover from the trade? Jesse Solomon. Well, oh. the trade. See what happened after they did the trade. Those guys contracts ran out and they had to they it's had like a, a choice, basketball deal. They had a choice to resign him. Yeah. Plan B. So guys. They resigned him. They resigned Jesse Solomon. David, it was a linebacker. David, I can't think of it. Anyway, there was like three guys they ended up keeping. Uh, they got rid of Darian Nelson. Didn't want to come, right? So they said, okay, just send. Stay him home, back. yeah. Stay, you 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 can send him. Stay out of California. And then there was a defensive end. Um, he was a young guy. He he. he uh, 
Ed Werder nicknamed him, looks like Tarzan, plays like, like Jane, Jane, right? Yeah. Well, he heard about it, and one day, it might have been like a Tuesday, Ed and I were in the old locker room at the ranch, and I, we were walking through, and here he comes, and the guy confronted Ed, and I said, Ed, I can't help you on this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. But, yeah, but but uh, Ike, Ike stayed. Ike was the starter. He started through the night. He was the one that threw the block uh, in Philadelphia, and Kelvin Martin returned the punt to cinch the win over the Eagles uh, to clinch the playoff berth, their first one since 85. Right. Uh, then, unfortunately, Kevin Smith got hurt like on the first play of the of the uh, NFC title game in 92, and Ike had to come in, and Jerry Rice burns him for a touchdown, yeah. second play of the game, and they got called for holding. Oh, geez. And I'll tell you what, Pup came right back in the game <laughs> quickly. Well, to get back to the Chargers this week. Yes. Who Joey Bosa is coming into town. Yeah. This will be the first time you get to see him actually play, right? Well, right. I've seen him on tape. And You've yeah, seen him on yeah, tape, but, but you haven't yeah. really seen him. No, I haven't seen him. Because the Cowboys in, didn't play no, I haven't preseason seen him. against I'm, the I haven't seen him in person. And, uh, you know, Ten and it, a half. Had him in my top ten as far as – but I should have had him a lot higher. And I thought that he was going to be very much like a Greg Ellis player. Mm-hmm. Maybe a guy that was going to get eight and a half, nine sacks a year for you. Be a real steady player. Play the left end. He's playing both sides. He's a lot better player than I evaluated. And he really, really is. And, that, and that's, a, that's a miss on me. I admit that. That's, mm-hmm. That was – probably should have had him in my top five as far as for that draft. But I didn't. And, uh, you know, he's done a nice job for, for the Chargers. You know, he he's usually plays his hand down. He plays both sides. Uh, Ingram plays on the side. They got a really good one-two punch when it comes to – uh, rushing the passer that's mm-hmm. something that they they've done a really nice job with so uh he, he's getting a lot more sacks a lot more pressure than I thought he would uh, with the way that he the, his style I still like the way a guy like a Ryan Kerrigan similar type player ability to rush keep after you kind yeah. of Bosa is kind of a guy that <clears throat> excuse me he gets stuck a little bit along the line but when he could get the edge when he can capture the corner he can close, and he, he's done that pretty well for the Chargers the last couple of years. Those two guys have combined for 19 sacks. Yeah, that's, a, that's something Oof. you have to be – that's one of the reasons why you're glad that Tyron Smith's probably standing out there for you again, you know, to hopefully now, – now it comes down to, okay, can Lyle Collins do his job against Bosa or against Ingram? That's, you know, now you think about your left side, now you have to think about your right. Yeah, and you're thinking about, okay, you got the defensive rookie of the year coming in here. Yeah. I mean, that's – it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, that – I didn't want Jerry Bosa to be here. Well, in – In in, in the, 2000, in in the, the Cowboys? Yeah. No, and – You didn't and, want I, who to be here? Jerry Bosa. I didn't think oh. he was a fit here, obviously. Yeah, but see, and, you know, it's funny. You talk to people in the front office. It was coming down to Ramsey or – it was going to come down to Ramsey or Zeke. And we've seen what happened with Zeke. They did the right thing with Zeke. You know, I mean, we've, we, we've documented here for the last 50 minutes about – the problems that you have playing without him. It, it's not easy to do. You know, Mickey wants to see a guy run 40 yards for the touchdown. He wants to see a threat. He wants to see the quarterback have some balance. He wants the quarterback to be able to use his play-action game. You know, I mean, those are all things that they felt like that they needed to do to for their offense, and they're absolutely right. It's just unfortunate you don't have him right now. And, you know, hopefully you can, you know, you find a way to win some of these games. You know, find a way to win – three or four of these games, and then when you get him back, then, okay, make a push. It might not be enough, but you got to – game push, though, Brian? But you gotta, you've got to find a way to win games. You've got to find a way to beat these guys, the Redskins, the, 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 
the Giants, and the Raiders. I mean, you've got to find a way to at least position yourself to when it comes down to when he's back that your team can go and win a, a game you might have to have against Seattle. And then who knows what Philadelphia. Philadelphia might be in the very same shape you're in last year where you said, you know what, we're not going to risk the injuries. And, you know, and then maybe you get a break where you're playing all their backups. You're playing Nick Foles instead of Carson Wentz, you know. And just understand – you're playing four and six, four and six, two and eight, and four and six. Yeah, you can't you can't spit these games away. No, you, you've you know you've lost some good teams. You've lost the Packers with with Aaron Rodgers. We know is an outstanding team. The Rams are for real. The way they played. Yeah, they had a bad game in Minnesota the other day, but they're a for real team. So you understand. But you know Atlanta. Hey, give them credit. They've won two straight. You know. But see, this is where I thought Dallas was. The way Atlanta's played. This is where I thought Dallas was. You know when. You have to win a couple of games, you know, kind of crossroads games, find a way to win. Now you're five and five. You're you're clearly past the crossroads, but you better make a decision of how you want this thing in. That's I think why Jason Garrett said what he did. You know, you could either be five and eleven or you could be eleven and five. Find out where you want to be and go go for that. You want to win what you should and win one you shouldn't. And they haven't done that. If they find a way to win four straight games, if they find a way to win four straight games and and, and get this thing to nine and five, I'll take my chances on those last two games. The I'll, only shame of a loss was now what Denver turned out to be. Yeah, yeah. Denver's trash. Because they're you, trash. You put Aaron Rodgers back on the Packers, they're yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah, right. These last two teams, they're both six and four. Right. Right. The Rams. Right. But. That, you had a chance. That, you had the Rams pretty much. You buried. had those teams a chance to beat them. Yeah, and you didn't. And, and, didn't. and that's a difference right now. That's a big difference right, right now. Absolutely. Five and five and seven and whatever. Seven and three. Seven and three. Yeah, absolutely. Scored thirty points, thirty-one points, and you got beat. Got beat. Both I almost games. feel like you know the famous Parcells saying is that you know what a team is by Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know if you know what this team is. Unfortunately, you know what they are for another four weeks. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the only thing you can say. You have to find a way to win these next four games to give yourself a chance. I mean, you, you can't sit there and say, okay, 10 games is going to get you. It might very well not. You've got to find a way to at least give yourself a chance to beat Seattle and then a chance to, to beat Philadelphia at the end. And then again, it might not be enough, but that's the only shot you got. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And Rob will be back with us. Stay tuned to tomorrow because we might have an interesting schedule change. Short week, the madness around here. So stay with us. What do we have Thursday? We have oh, we game. got a game. We're not doing a pregame show? I am somewhere. We are. Here. We I can do one at 10 o'clock in the morning. Maybe you can. Make thank you, guys. Thanks. Are you going to be eating turkey, right? I'll be eating turkey that day. All yeah. right. We have to go to the – I think I have to be at the stadium by like 10. Yeah. Are you part of the halftime show? I am. I'm going to be popping out of the red kettle. It's going to be madness. <laughs> Are you going to be dancing on the runway there with the whoever's playing? Playing the guitar. Sorry, and I should. Thomas know. Rhett. Thomas, Thomas Rhett is Rhett. playing for the yeah. Salvation Army red kettle kickoff. I'm going to walk up the front there, and Taylor's going to be out there ringing a bell. Yeah. By there the kettle. What a kind person you think I am. What? I, I think you would volunteer. No, I think that's a great thing. Yes, thank you. That is a good thing. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with more. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!